I forgot how to ask to how to pronounce your name. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Jim Marco? That, after that John searing guitar solo, <laughs> now we go back to it, it's John Marco. John Cerezi. Marco. What yeah. was the last name? Serezi. Like Serezi. Yeah. Okay. John Marco Serezi. Perfect. Yeah. Usually I yell everyone's name, but I got nervous meeting a new person. I forgot to ask. <laughs> sure. I mean, <laughs> I, I've I've hosted so many shows that I, I never get anyone can mispronounce my name. I couldn't care less. I get Giancarlo. I get Scorsese a lot, <laughs> a lot. And I'm always then then I have to joke. I'm like, if my last name was Scorsese, I I wouldn't be performing at this dump. Yeah, like I have a million like little ways because you can't correct when you go on stage. You can't just cor- you, if you correct someone as your first introduction, it right. just feels gross. Oh, totally. Yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, uh, John Carlos Scorsese is up next. Yeah, and you go up and you're like, all right, dickhead, it's actually this. No one likes that. Yeah, I it just, I just tone. let it go. I let it go. I let, I let someone else correct it for me. Yeah. Well, yeah, you need to have a plant in the audience. Yeah. So that you can just uh, <laughs> have them shout your name. And, uh, I have a lot of hosts. They what they'll do is when they come back up, they obviously they go off stage. They look at their paper. They go, "Oh shit, I fucked that up so bad." <laughs> and then they'll come up after, and they don't need to do this either. But they come out and like, "All right, great job for John Marco Serezi. I messed that up earlier." John Marco Serezi, everybody. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, no one's gonna remember my name, <laughs> so no need. Yeah, and like they'll get your Twitter handle correct, but they'll get your name wrong. <laughs> I am so, I, I hope we have all started, I think people started to moving on from like spelling out your Twitter handle at the end of your set. Yeah. Uh, I just like, I, I think, you know, you either give it to them on a piece of paper or they're not going to remember it. Um, <laughs> there's nothing worse. I know comics will be like, everyone get out their phone. And I'm like, this uh, is a three minute set and you've taken a minute to do this shit. Yeah. And like, you, you didn't even have enough time to give them something. To show your worthwhile of following. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, re- I remember in New York uh, open mics, dudes would have t-shirts with their YouTube channels on it with like stats of like how many views they've got. And oh half God. their set is just talking about like their YouTube channel. Nothing funny, just, yeah, we got people watching, you got to follow. Here's my tagline. Like <laughs> it's brutal. It's brutal. I mean, I always I get the impulse. Like I understand how you fall into that trap because you got to promote. Right. I know. I started. I was. I started getting to a point where I was like going on the road and selling merch, and that was the only way I was going to make money was to sell this these koozies yeah. or this hand towel. <laughs> and I I was figuring out. I came up with like a joke for when I bring out the merch. But sometimes if you forget, if you don't like take a second to really tell them about the merch, no one will buy it. Yeah. And so it's this balance. It's yeah. a nightmare. Well, and, you know, I, I kind of figured out uh, it's pretty similar with uh, doing the podcast or YouTube or something like that, where I, w- I would watch all these videos and I'm like, dude, stop telling me to like and subscribe. I get it and follow whatever. And now that I'm doing this, I'm like. Oh, I have to be that gross person. You have to tell people to do stuff, otherwise they won't. Sure. It's it's just it's it's always a finesse. 
I think with podcasts, the one I feel like I'm always hearing is the please rate and review. Yeah. And like, I, I think I, that's obviously worth it. But I know people who do TikToks and like, before they get to the punchline, it's like, fall, like, and share. And I'm like, people, <laughs> people on this app know about that function. And if yeah. they do like, they will. And if they want to share, they will. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, it's annoying. It's hard. It's so, look, we're all figuring it out. We all have yeah. blind spots. I have so many friends or people who are like five years older than me still hashtagging the shit out of their tweets. Oh, and yeah. I, and I, I try to be the guy who's like, Hey, I, I respect you, but you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot. We don't do crazy <laughs> hashtags anymore. That's been dead since 2005 or something. So I, I, I don't know. And then, then you see like my parents on Facebook sharing like inspirational quote pictures and you're like, just oh, yeah. don't do this. Yeah. Yeah. And there's just like some weird, like drawing of a puppy or something on there. And it's yeah. like, my dad was true. He once like, like the, this would be a joke. He tweeted thinking he was private messaging a woman asking for her number and giving out his. Oh so my God. He tweeted God. like, Hey, it was so nice to meet you. Here's my number. Would love to. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> if you put that in a movie, it would feel like you like kind of, all right, that's too much. No one's going to believe this. And he did it. Yeah, he did it. Well, that, that reminds me, my dad has an Instagram account with like four followers and he like, I, I can't, dads are capable of finding features of things and still not knowing how the stuff works. Yeah. And so he posted a story on Instagram to the close friends filter, right? So he figured out close friends. Sure. He found the the story feature but it was just a like like his like his phone was moving picture of his jeans like his knee and that was it and it's like i, I don't <laughs> you figured out all of, <laughs> all of this other stuff and just not the picture part <laughs> it came, my mom once on close friends posted the same picture nine times <laughs> <laughs> and it was just very funny that is amazing oh my god it'll be us someday that's the thing when you get older it's like when that new app comes out you just gotta learn it yeah you know when, when the next big thing happens because if you don't figure it out at least a little bit you're gonna get left in the dust i oh, remember totally. when snapchat was out and like i never learned how to use snapchat and i still go on and i feel like this was made to be counterintuitive yeah. To be like four cool kids. And thank God that app seems to be pretty much uh, in the dust. I never got it. Like I, I had it at the beginning. And I just. Okay, so I just do put put stuff on here. And like, wh what what do I get out of it? Yeah. Like, it's not like you get likes or feedback or. Well, that's what they started. They started doing content and then like it used to be it deleted after 24 hours and then you could keep stuff up there. Oh, you kind of froze in kind of the funniest pose. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what to do. 
You froze. If this is a bit, it's amazing. Um, can you see the chat? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, no worries, no worries. Um, you you did freeze on the funniest uh face. It, it, it was what like was an it? O face. <laughs> You're just. Sure, sure. It, it was perfect. <laughs> um, good. That that's that's my brand. O face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, yeah. Now you your dad has something to make fun of you for. You only f- <laughs> you just do O faces on Zoom. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. Uh, who who's that guy that got like he was on a work meeting on Zoom and he just like took his dick out? Jeffrey Tubin. Yeah. It sounds like he thought his camera was off. And it, it, I don't know if it was a work meeting or they're like watching something together in a work setting and he thought his camera was off. And it's I mean, I don't know how far he got. I'm sure someday it'll come out. Like, did they because I feel like if I was in, if I was running the Zoom call and I saw someone take out their fully erect penis, I'm closing, I'm shutting down the whole Zoom. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I'm curious, was it there? Did he get on the bed? Did did they watch him to completion? <laughs> Were they in the chats being like, "Look at Jeffrey, look at Jeffrey, quick, quick, look at Jeffrey, screenshot, screenshot, record." I mean. It depends if you like the guy or not. I mean, if you don't, you're like, I'm just going to watch his career come to an end in front of me. <laughs> uh, someone, someone got fired from my sister's college. She goes to the University of Miami. And um, there was a college professor. It wasn't hers. It was in the news where he was doing a Zoom. Yeah, He did a, a screen share. And older man, he had a tab in his tabs on his website that oh, was no. like, you know, fucking big titted college teen. <laughs> and of course it's like, it's, it's this thing where, you know, people look up college girls on porn sites. When you're a college professor, people went, this makes me uncomfortable. He's, he's yeah. looking at college women. He's a college professor and he got fired. And it's like, it's this mix of things where it's like, anyone who watches porn has had a left to tab up. But it's like you should know as a college professor, but all of a sudden you're doing Zoom. So it's like this is kind of, yeah, he's an idiot because he, he yeah. doesn't know computers the way someone who grew up watching porn on computers since they were fucking 11 does. <laughs> and yeah. uh, even I could slip up. You know, there's now and then I'll, I'll like be looking at my laptop and I'm like, holy shit, there's a pop up I didn't think of that was that came up and I didn't close. Yeah. I feel bad for these 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 old folks. Yeah, I mean, I guess just like 
tell him to come back next year. It's like you uh-huh. tried your best. Come back next year. We'll we'll figure it out. Just don't do don't do that on your work computer, man. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> and when it comes to the guy pulling his dick out, like why? Like well, I, nothing about a work meeting makes me horny. Yeah, maybe it was an eight-hour work meeting, and he's at home. And <laughs> I mean, I need to relieve some stress. All I know is it's like it's doing. I mean, that's really bad. That's really bad. But like, I know after doing Zoom shows now, what for nine months? There was one time I think I was like on a show. And the show was an hour and a half long and I was towards the end and I was like changing or something. And I, I forgot the camera <laughs> was on and it, it happened once, but all it takes is to happen once. And you're like, yeah, I, I get this just occasionally you fuck up. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. But masturbating to completion. That is uh that's wild. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a little like flip thing that covers. That's nice. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, I need to make sure like my bed's in the background. I don't want people to watch me sleep or something. If I leave it up. Really? So are you one of those when you are uh, jerking it? Do you cover the camera? Well, when I'm not on zoom, I just cover it. See, that's good. Some people, some, some people do that. Like I'm not paranoid in terms of like, if this green light is not on, I assume I'm in the clear. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I know some people are like, nope, the government is watching. They they get in through the back door. The light doesn't come on. Well, next you know, thing you know, you're an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> I, you know, because I, I have my laptop connected to a screen and I have a camera on top of the screen and my laptop camera is not covered. So I'm just kind of an idiot. Just covering the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need to get on that. I need to figure out a good system there. <sighs> but uh, speaking of good systems, uh, John Carlos, uh, <laughs> um, I, I know this is the first time we're meeting. However... Rumor has it that you have a very specific system in place for how you eat pizza. And Mm. what I've heard is that you take a slice and you eat it upside down. And I'm just curious as to why you would do that. And doesn't the cheese fall off? Well, okay. So yes, the cheese sometimes falls off, but that's just the, uh, the the point is that you're enjoying a pizza the way it's supposed to be enjoyed. You want to warm <laughs> your palate up with something plain. You got to get yourself ready for all these flavors. You don't you don't want to smack your mouth with cheese, sauce, bread, everything, toppings. I start get some bread. Get the palate used to what that feels like, what that texture is like, maybe a little bit of crunch, really cleanse, cleanse the plate of the mouth. Wow. And then work your way into, oh, now we're ready for flavors. Like, 
the same way you you need a you need a blank slate before you paint. You can't just paint into the air. You you'd make a mess. <laughs> so that's why I always I always eat it that way. And and then you know yeah sure it gets a little bit tricky towards the end, but that only makes the final bite that much more delicious. You get a you you get kind it. of you end up you end up getting the little triangle. It's almost like a little bit of a smaller pizza, and so you're kind of <laughs> eating a mini pizza. And that's a good feeling to be like, I'm about to eat a whole slice of pizza in one bite. It's amazing. <laughs> do you do you uh, fold the slice or do you eat it wide? I, I do kind of like a dangling from the tip. So I hold it up like, you know, you dangle oh, a carrot in front of a horse. Okay. I dangle it in front of myself and I take bites like this to get the crust. crust and that's, that's also, it's a good way because then the oils, they stream down. And it kind of drips into your mouth as you're eating it. So it's it's it also it it's it's cleanly in a way because I'm only touching one piece of the pizza. Normally, people they grab the whole pizza, it, they, they get their hands, their germs. This is how coronavirus spreads. You're eating a pizza with your hand. Sure, you got to yeah. hold it just by the tip. And then I actually I take that that tiny tip that I've been holding the whole time. I throw it out. Chuck For it. me, that's the rind. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wow, it's, it's a better way to eat pizza, and I—I I honestly, I don't. That's how I, people. Uh, I'm like, my name is Gianmarco Sorezi. You think I don't know how to eat pizza properly? Everyone else is doing it wrong. In Italy, I've heard that's how everyone eats pizza. Okay. I've never been there myself, but uh, that's what I've been told. My father did it. My grandfather ate pizza this way, and um, you know, it's. I, I would go to Chuck E. Cheese. And they would have the audacity to be like, that's not how you eat pizza. And I'm like, oh, really, you uncultured swine? You're going to tell me at a Chuck E. Cheese how real Italians eat pizza? Nathaniel? <laughs> Nathaniel Spates? You think you're going to tell Gianmarco Sorezi how you're supposed to eat pizza? Get the fuck out of here. Okay, so then, um, uh, so you've always been proud of it then. You've always defended it like you were made fun of, it sounds like. Sure, I was made fun of because because you know how Americans are. They think you know they 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 make fun of people using chopsticks. It's like no, that's that's the the culture. That's how you're supposed to eat this, and that's right. how you're supposed to eat pizza is holding it by the tip, hanging it over your face, taking little bites, and throwing out the part you touched. That's amazing. And then do you do you have any uh, tips for people who are maybe first timers? to this right way on like uh, managing grease or um, I don't know, any spillage that comes from the pizza. Yeah. I think what, what people don't understand is that pizza is not meant to be a clean meal. Like, you know, that's like asking like, how do you eat a sloppy Joe without making a mess? It's called sloppy. It's right. in the title. How okay. do you eat ribs without getting it on your face? There's no way it's going to be a mess. Don't wear a shirt that you're not willing to throw out <laughs> if you're going to eat pizza. If you if you can have a bib, that's great. I have I have a whole drawer of just pizza bibs. Uh, and I, I collect them. I make my own. I sell them on Etsy. So like just just accept that that pizza is so good it's going to cost you a shirt, yeah. maybe some pants. Okay. But it's okay. worth it. Then um I get my my big big question is like I I had pizza last night, 
So this is like really fresh in my mind. And I probably should have waited till tonight after I learned this from you. But um, when removing a slice from the whole pie, what what's your approach to get your finger into the middle to lift? Isn't that like floppy? Well, let me just first say, I don't share my pies. That's another mistake people made. Everyone should have their own pizza pie. Okay. Because you should really be eating the whole thing. <laughs> and that, that, that alleviates some of the pressure. Oh, I don't want to touch your piece. It's like, well, no, they're all my pieces. But I will accept that in American culture, we seem to decide, oh, we're going to take a slice or two <laughs> slices. Like, 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 just enjoy your life. So for me personally, I just, I like to do the thumb and the pinky. Okay. Because the, I use the extra, the, the three fingers in the middle. I'll kind of like do a little to kind of, if it's stuck to the cardboard a little bit, oh. I just kind of like this, like you're, like you're, you're wow. fingering three different women and you just kind of <laughs> scoot it off and then you finally can slap it off. Um, yeah. So it's kind of like a, a, a scoop, but like moving spatch. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. A moving. It's a, it's a hand spatula, but like three little spatulas. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. Have you, have you ever uh, had to change shirts mid pie? Well, if I'm being frank with you, I normally eat pizza in the nude just because I've run out of so many shirts. Right. So I like to, I, I usually, when the pizza delivery guy comes, I'm usually in a towel by then because um, <laughs> I want to eat it while it's fresh and hot. Uh, but, but yes, to answer your question, I've, I've lost many shirts. This is the only shirt I have left because I ate a lot of pizza this week. Uh, and it's tough. You know, it, it hurts the bank account um, to be buying so many shirts. But what are you going to do? This shirt used to be white. This shirt used to be a white <laughs> shirt. But I've been eating so much pizza that uh, you know, turns turn this color. Yeah. It evened out, though. Wow. Um, then do you avoid any certain toppings? When you order a pizza, um, or does that add to the experience? It it for me it adds it adds to the experience. I like to get as many toppings as possible. I like to come with. I'm a big pineapple guy. Okay. Pineapple, pineapple. Some people don't like the pineapple and the ham. I like pineapple and anchovies, and I just ask for more grease because I like I like the way it flows down. I like a pizza that's that's moist. Right. For me, that's the word. I, people want crunch. I say no. I want a moist pizza. I want a, I want a pizza that dribbles to my toes. <laughs> Sometimes I have to throw away socks. I can't even wear <laughs> shoes. I've ruined some good Nikes eating pizza, well, but it shame. was worth it. Yeah. Well, um, then I guess I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who have a really passionate hatred of this concept because uh, they're so used to the old ways. Sure, like racists. Re similarly, sure. Against yeah, yeah, Italians. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still out there. there Italians been... arguably are the most oppressed group in the world <laughs> right now. I mean, Tony Soprano would agree. Oh, there, alright, you're so, back. You froze for a second. What'd you say about Tony Soprano? My hero? Yeah, I said he would agree. Yeah. Yeah. 
that that was like a big thing throughout all of the Sopranos was that Italians are the most depressed people. Um, but so, um, this is just me assuming, but I feel like, do you ever get messaged or someone confronts you and they accuse you that it, it, it it's more of a food fetish rather than the proper way enjoying the grease and the toppings fall on your naked body? Yes, I have had people describe it as a, a, a fetish, and I report them to uh, you know various hate group or like anti hate group organizations. <laughs> and I say this person has insulted my culture tremendously. I mean, to 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 make fun of me, to to insult me for eating pizza properly. That's like going going into like a, a Japanese restaurant. And, you know, people eating sushi with chopsticks, just just hitting it out of their hands and going, you fool, it's a fork, it's a fork. <laughs> Those, these are months, people. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, I, honestly, though, I, I kind of think it's awesome how far you go to defend it and you won't let anyone get in your way or get in your head about it. Have you so have you ever fallen victim to peer pressure and tried it the way literally everyone eats pizza? There was there was once I was at it was at a Chuck E. Cheese and uh one of the you know they, they have the animatronic mouse, but this one it had a guy a guy in a costume. A guy like in the Chuck E. Cheese costume, and he oh, wow. came over to me. And um, I, I was uh, I was eating pizza the way it's supposed to be eaten, and he he whispered. He said, "Hey, little wop boy, <laughs> why don't you fucking <laughs> you want to go back to your country with the way you're eating that pizza?" And I started I started crying, and no one was watching, and he just kept kicking me in the shins. And this was a grown man. <laughs> this was a grown man. And and so in that moment, I said, "Okay, okay, Mister Mouse." And I, I ate it, and and then he, he, I had some tickets, and he took the tickets and called me a wop again, oh, and no. just, and then he farted, and he, <laughs> and I don't even know what he looks like because he kept the costume on the whole time. I'm still scared of. I don't go to Chuck E. Cheese anymore. Well, at the very least, if he was wearing a costume, was like the were the feet, the toes of it like padded, or did it like hurt? No, he. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't explain. He took off the feet part <laughs> so he could kick me. He, he had steel-toed boots on for some reason. <laughs> and uh, he kicked me with the steel-toed boots. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, listen, Tony Soprano had a point. I mean, we are truly the most subjugated <laughs> minority in America, Italian-Americans. <laughs> um. Now, just real quick, are you like a, a Jersey Italian? It's okay, my family who are. I'm more like an Italian, like, like I don't, I, I would never take a DNA test because I don't want to know how little Italian I am. And my dad just <laughs> pretended. <laughs> I, I went to Italy. My dad always talked about family we had in Sicily. 
And then when I was graduated college, I went to Italy and I told my dad, I was like, I, I, I'm so excited to finally meet this extended family. <laughs> and like only under the pressure of me being in Sicily, did my dad admit, oh, I, I, I may have exaggerated oh the family God. that we had there. He showed me because my last name is Serezi and he showed me, we have this framed picture of like an advertisement of a woman holding up Serezi pasta. And I was like, oh, we're, we're connected to a pasta empire. And when you go there, it turns out Serezi in, in Italy is like Smith. You know, <laughs> not, not every Smith. You know, so uh, uh, it was very sad. I, I was very hurt. And I felt embarrassed, frankly, because I had told people I was like 100% Italian growing up. <laughs> and, uh, and my name's John. So I never got a DNA test because like, even, even if I, what if I found out I'm 5% Italian? My name is Gianmarco Sarresi. Like I have to introduce, I'm, I'm lying to people when I introduce them. So I guess um, it's basically, like, oh, sorry. It, you know, I'm just saying like, it's like if my name was Dikembe Mutombo. Like that's what it would start to feel like <laughs> to tell people my name is Gianmarco Sarresi. And they'd be like, what? Where are you from, Maryland? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I guess in like, uh, at least in your case, to translate your name, it would really just be John Smith. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much in Italy. In Italy. (laughs) If you say Gianmarco in Italy, 20 people go, yes. (laughs) That's how common it is. Wow. And um, so you learned this pizza trick from your dad who says that you had family in Italy, but you didn't. Do you think he yeah. might have uh, exaggerated with this? Was this just a cruel joke? No, I said, I said to my dad, I said, Dad, is this the only lie you've ever told me? And he said, yes, son. I've never lied to you a single other time. <laughs> and I believe him because he's my father. <laughs> and he wouldn't lie about that. Honestly, really happy that the rumor is true because, boy, that would have been egg on my face asking you about this. Of course. I mean, you know, you could call it a rumor, but I tell everyone I meet when I first meet them. It's the first thing on my dating app. Right. Before I say hello to someone, I say, hi, my name is Marco. Just so you know, this is how you eat pizza in Italy. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, rumor my my slogan right. i end every comedy set saying that some people as we <laughs> talked about they talk about follow me on twitter you know check out my youtube channel i say just so we all know this say fucking eat pizza if some god forbid if there's a comedy club where they serve pizza i will interrupt the show and call an audience member i say you fucking moron how are you why are you eating pizza <laughs> like that right now this is how you do it i've been banned from almost every comedy club in new jersey because i have interrupted <laughs> all my sets Picked up an audience member's pizza and eating it like that. Wow. Um, shit. Yeah, because, and you know, I guess I just assumed it was a rumor just because as a traditional American, I 
thought that that idea was insane, frankly. But as you described, sure. cleansing the palate, have some crunchy bread first. Um, I guess if you go out to a fancy meal, you would have bread before you eat your meal. So I guess in a way it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it's starting to connect. <laughs> uh, do you ever use gloves? No, because part part of the pizza experience, you want to feel it. You want to feel the squish. Right. For me, eating is a whole body experience. Okay. You know, so I, I want to feel what's about to go into my mouth. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I, I guess uh, you can test the texture first. Exactly. Uh, um, now, I I guess my only other question is, does this kind of... Uh, uh, lead over into any other foods do you eat any other things in a way that most americans would not well i try to respect everybody's culture so if anyone tells me this is how you should eat this like if i saw you an american and you told me like i don't know here's how you eat plain wonder bread i'd be like okay i'm gonna respect your culture Right. So you can respect mine. So if you told me, you tell me how I eat Wonder Bread, or <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what else your culture. If you told me how I'm supposed to eat uh, cold beans out of a can, I'd be like, all right, that's his heritage, <laughs> and I'll do whatever he says. I wouldn't question it. Wow. Yeah. And then, uh, and then if a Maryland Italian maybe tells you how to eat pizza, you should listen. Yeah. Yeah, that that makes sense. I'm well, I'm honestly I'm super happy you were willing to talk about this at length. It was very, you know, special to me, eye-opening and I I hope that if anyone asks you about this in the future, you can send them over to this episode of the cast, tell them to subscribe and comment. <laughs> and of course. Of course. Get a, a more detailed look at where you stand and where it comes yeah. from. Um, so I definitely hope that you use this as a resource in the future. No doubt. Um, now, uh, since you're here, um, you're very funny. I was able to watch some of your clips on YouTube. Um, and yes, like I, I watched that storytelling show. That was great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. That was great. Um, but yeah, you're very funny. You're good looking. You might be all the way Italian or might barely be Italian. Um, sure. We'll never know. <laughs> you have some interesting views that are uh, worth sharing. So yeah, with all that in mind, I think you would be the most qualified to... Uh, offer some advice to this person in need. Um, so what kind of advice would you have or do you have for someone who uses baskets at the grocery store, but only because they're scared of picking the loud cart? I would say that you need 
to be proud of making noise. That, the problem is you're, you're thinking about it the wrong way. When I go to the grocery store, I try to make the most noise possible. Mm. So I will, I will sometimes get several carts and push them all and wait to see which one's the squeakiest, which one's the squeakiest, and that's the one I take. And I think that's a way it lets people know in the aisle, hey, get the fuck out of my way. Oh, I'm coming through. Okay. I think of the squeaky cart. It's kind of like, for me personally, I take the same kind of theory when I drive. I am pressing the horn the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> because you think about it, people, when do they press the horn? When things are, go- about, are going wrong. Yeah. In life, you can't just wait for things to go wrong before you address them. Do, do, uh, when a police car or an ambulance, when they need to go, they make noise the whole fucking time. So I, I hold the horn down. I go to the grocery store. I pick the squeaky cart. And frankly, if I if if there are no carts available and I have to use a basket, the whole time I'm going. Because <laughs> again, then it lets you know if there's some old lady. Oh, which which kind of chicken soup do I get today? Get the fuck out of my way! I have a life to live. Your life's almost done. Let me enjoy mine. That's so. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Very fast to the point, and I think that'll be super helpful to at least a thousand people. Um. Well, thank you. Now, I guess, um, do you do you have anything that you're working on or you're coming up with that you can share about yourself? Me, uh, I I just put out a special on Amazon Fuck called yeah. Shelf Life. Um, I filmed it outside. It was uh, it's a lot of it's called Shelf Life because a lot of the jokes are. Uh, Stuff I wrote this this year specifically for this nightmarish, <laughs> hellish, fuck face of a year, and uh, I think it's going to be. It's the first time this year Jeff Bezos has lost money, oh. and um, I'm excited to kind of stick it to the man. So check that out. Um, and then you know I'm just making making TikToks on the proper ways to eat Italian food, right? Um, and uh, you know find me there, Twitter, Instagram. And uh, yeah, you know, I'll post whenever I'm allowed to tour again. And, uh, you know, I'll make a new special for COVID-20 and it'll, it'll all be good. So find me <laughs> online. I'll post it all there. Yeah, and I'll, uh, I'll add links to uh, the episode notes. Yeah. Sounds good. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it, brother. Take yeah. care. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. In the episode description, you can find links to follow me, today's guest, and force opinions on social. For updates, clips, and graphics based on the episodes, follow Forced Opinions Podcast on Instagram. And while you're there, please feel free to DM ideas for me to use in future episodes. I'm excited to see what you all submit.